You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good did morning. you cycle in? I did, yeah. It's a bit bleak, <laughs> isn't it? It's summer summer in Ireland. <laughs> Normal in service Ireland. resumed. Um, yes. We're going to talk today about flat-faced dogs. And I was just saying to you, I don't know a lot about flat-faced dogs. So what kind of dogs are we talking well, about? Well, I was saying it's great that you don't know a lot about it because I can now explain it all to you. So other listeners out there who also don't know about it, they can then learn all about it. Well, yeah, the reason this is in the news and it was mentioned in the journal.ie last night is that um, Veterinary Ireland, which is the, the body that represents vets in Ireland, has taken a strong stance um, on asking advertisers to stop using flat-faced dogs in adverts because the problem with the breeds is they're getting way too popular and that means that less care has been taken over breeding them and so there's a lot of poor health in them. So we're talking about dogs like pugs... Bulldogs? Well, there are three specific breeds, actually. Pugs, Bulldogs, and French Bulldogs. And these are dogs, they're called brachycephalics, which means short head. They're dogs that have got very snubbed noses. And they tend to have um, uh, small circular heads, flat noses, and also very narrowed nostrils. And what this means is that they're lovely dogs, and when I talk about these breeds, some people get the mistaken impression that I don't like them. I actually really, really like them. They're adorable little dogs. Um, the problem, though, is that a, a very high percentage of them have serious breathing difficulties, to the extent that it's almost normal for us to think that, you know, we look at a dog like a bulldog, and it kind of goes... <laughs> And we think, oh yeah, that's a normal bulldog. Well, it shouldn't be normal. They should be able to breathe without making any noise. They should be able to breathe comfortably, just as we can breathe comfortably. And so that's the point that, um, for example, in pugs, something like 50% of pugs have serious breathing difficulties. And there's one particular dog that I know well that had such a challenge getting air in and out that when a dog got excited, he used to fall over on the ground and collapse as if he was being suffocated. And only then, when, he, when, when his body, when he, when he was completely relaxed, um, he was able to breathe in enough oxygen to gather himself and stand up again. And that particular dog ended up having to have a tracheostomy um, to, make him, to make him better. That means a permanent hole in his windpipe to allow him to breathe. Yet these dogs are, are very popular. You do see mm. a lot of them on the street. They, yeah, they, they are, and, and that's the, the issue here, is that they, they, they look so cute and adorable that advertisers like to use them because they, they get attention for adverts. And so people think, well, you know, uh, if I get attention for my advert, that's what I want, therefore I'm going to use that breed. But by doing that, they kind of feed the, the, the desire for these dogs. And the increased desire for them means that um, they, they command huge prices, like over a thousand euros for a puppy. And because there's huge prices, that makes people want to breed from them, even if the mother and father dog aren't healthy specimens, they still breed from them and the problem gets worse and worse. Bulldogs in particular have this image of, of being quite an aggressive animal. Is that actually no, the case? I wouldn't say any of these breeds, any of the three breeds would be aggressive. You're probably thinking more of pit bull terriers. I mean, you know, the, the word bull makes people think of aggression in some way, but no. Um, bulldogs... Uh, and, and pugs and French bulldogs, they're all very good-natured, easy-going dogs. Very, very, very pleasant little dogs, actually, yeah. They're, they're kind of quite a, quite a fierce image, though. Sometimes. Some people think that, yeah, because sometimes their teeth stick out in a slightly 
kind of like as if they're baring their teeth, which can can give an illusion that maybe they're being aggressive, but they really aren't at all. No, they're nice dogs. I mean, the answer here is they should. Hopefully, what will happen is if if advertisers and if other. If everybody sort of pays attention to this issue, people start to realise, look, if I get one of those flat-faced dogs, I'm probably going to have to pay a very high vet's fees to keep the dog healthy, because I might have to get surgery on them to open up their breeding pastures. Once people realise that, then the breeds will become a little bit less popular, and then the people who breed them um, will take more care to breed them properly, because they, they want to be absolutely sure they get good homes for the puppies. At the moment, you can breed any old flat-faced dog, and people will pay big bucks for it. And so that's, that's really the problem. We, despite the weather we were talking about a second ago, we are coming into summer. What, what sort of issues do people need to, to watch out for with pets, particularly dogs, well, in, in, fact, in the warmer weather? flat-faced dogs, that's, that happens to be another issue with them, is that, that they may be fine in, in cool weather, but when it gets hot, mm. because dogs lose body heat by panting um, and, and, and because it's, it's more difficult for them to breathe because they've got these flat faces, it means that they, they can't pant as, as much as normal dogs and they end up with a much higher proportion of them ending up with heat stroke. And heat stroke is a killer disease. Um, we, we see every year we see at least one dog dying in our practice from heat stroke. Um, what happens is the classic thing would be a dog being left in a car on a sunny day, but we don't see that so much anymore because people are well aware of that. More often what we see these days would be somebody exercising their dog in the middle of the day. Maybe they take the dog for a run uh, at lunchtime and because the dog is getting heated by the sun from the outside and as well as that the muscles inside the dog are producing heat which heats the dog from the inside they can't lose enough heat and they just collapse in the middle of the park. People don't know why they've collapsed um, and so they don't cool them down straight away. They, they just think there's something, my dog is sick. Mm. They get them to the vet and by the time they get them to the vet it, sometimes it's too late and um, if, if people are in that situation, it's really important that they recognise the possibility the dog may have heat stroke. And one study showed that if, if dogs are cooled down by their owners, immediately it's noticed the mortality rate is 38%. Whereas if they don't cool the dog down straight away, if they just take their overheated dog to the vet and then the vet cools the dog down, the mortality rate is over 60%. So it makes a really big difference if dogs are cooled down on the spot as rapidly as possible. That means getting water, basically dousing them with water is the best thing you can possibly do. Uh, and like humans, I guess, in, in the summertime, to keep your animals hydrated, lots of water. Yes more so even than humans because like I've said dogs lose um, lose body temperature they keep themselves cool by panting and panting uses up huge amounts of water um, and that means you have to regularly check your your pet's water bowls to make sure there's always water there it's very easy for a water bowl to go empty and a dog can't ask their owner for more water like we would do um, they just go around feeling dehydrated so you have to make a conscious effort to keep an eye on their, on their water bowls. And also, I guess, at this time of the year, when dogs are, are out and about more in the park and exploring, sort of to, to watch what they're at and, and watch what they're picking up. And Yeah, well, that's always important. It's always important. Yeah, dogs are real scavengers. They're prone to picking up all sorts of rubbish. And so in the summertime, we see lots of dogs with upset stomachs, gastroenteritis, because the, like, they have an insatiable curiosity. They pick things up in their mouths and they swallow them. It's not good for them, but they like doing it. <laughs> okay, Pete the Vest, thank you for coming into us today. Pete thank the Vest you. there from Brave Vets in Old Connor uh, with advice on uh, your pets and uh, advice there for dog lovers as well.